0: It's 102 days till Christmas, here's the next episode of Watch
1: The Chat. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, zero. all engine running, off. we have a liftoff.
0: And here we are again for what is episode 9 of Watch The Chat with me, Adam Scott Pringle. Episode 9. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have bloody well thunk it? I didn't. And I'm really grateful for everyone that's listened. We're actually like coronavirus, we're on a second peak <laughs> of listeners. We were a nice little boost at the start, first couple of episodes. We had a little dip in the middle there, but now everyone seems to be going back and listen to a whole whack of them at the same time. So thank you all for you uh, avid listeners out there. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Welcome, I'm Adam Scott Pringle. Scottish Bell End living in London at the moment and doing absolutely everything just to get to blag my way through life at the moment. Last week's guest we had Brian Gilligan talking all things fatherhood, Celtic and the worst gigs that we've ever been to. This week we have Jamie West End superstar Burkett. You'll have seen her in The Play That Goes Wrong. You will have seen her in Les Miserables if you've heard of that one. One of the biggest musicals on the planet um and now she's becoming a mother she's moved house we'll chat about that in a minute um as always if you would like to send in as a question for chat in the hat, just send it away want to be a guest drop us a a dm in the old the gram slaves to the gram aren't we all if anybody hasn't seen the social dilemma on netflix i can't recommend it enough well i'll stop waffling now here it is Episode 9 of What's The Chat With Me, yet again, Adam Scott Pringle. Knock, knock, who's there? Oh look, hello and welcome. Before I allow you to come in, we need to get to know you first, so let's have some small chat on the doormat. It's
1: time for Small Chat on the Doormat!
0: Hello lovely lady, what is your name?
1: Jamie Burkett.
0: Hello Jamie Burkett, nice to see you.
1: Nice to see you too. I
0: can see you grinning as I do that intro (laughs) for you.
1: I can't take you seriously, I never have been able to. Well,
0: you take, only at some points. You can take me seriously at some points.
1: Uh, Yeah, some points.
0: Okay, Wait. wait when can't you take me seriously?
1: All the time. Why? <laughs> Just, you've got a really happy face. Just like, it's like, a compliment. Thank
0: you, I'll take that. And where <laughs> are you at the moment, Jamie?
1: I'm in my living room of my flat in South Woodford, which is only going to be my flat for six more days
0: oh man and where are you moving to
1: Leighton Buzzard which apparently is where like all actors move to you know like when they decide they don't live in London anymore so I've so I've heard
0: yeah but But that's that but that's like making life choices it's good
1: big choices big choices
0: you've got big things coming up so do you know what I mean
1: big old things
0: big old things I don't know, should we just leave it there? Just big old
1: thing. <laughs> yeah, just not not tell anyone. And people just not think tell anyone. It's,
0: you've still not told anybody, have you?
1: Could be a serial killer. Yeah, no, everyone the, just thinks I've got fat.
0: Yeah, this is a pod, podcast exclusive. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Burkett is preggers. Yeah, that's no,
1: shit. All, imagine
0: all, that, was the, imagine that was the way you broke it. Hadn't even told your mum or Fred, was like, I want you to listen to Adam's podcast this week because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got some big news. Yeah. Because I just really want to get his uh, ratings up.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. I've I've, I've, given, I've would, I paid you.
1: Everyone would flock to your podcast to hear my news. Because, like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like Jennifer Aniston.
0: That's it. <laughs> okay, well, a nice random next question then. What is something that everyone looks stupid doing? Maybe even including yourself?
1: I, I don't know why on earth this is my first thought, but it's putting in a light bulb. Huh? <laughs> I don't oh. know why
0: that's that's yeah some people do look stupid doing that
1: i suppose builders and like people who know what they're doing don't look stupid but it's but like i don't think i've ever seen anyone put in a light bulb correct like just go like bang straight in there's always like a bit of faff isn't there especially with those spotlight ones you've got to like give a little pit and then you've got to have someone standing by flick the switch don't flick this way. I mean, that is the most boring answer in the world,
0: isn't and, it? No, no, it's not at all. But, they, yeah, trying to get that pressure in, they, it's some, some are screw ones and some are that, those little knobs, the yeah. little pins in either side you yeah, need to turn in. I
1: and
0: once, getting it in
1: and then not smashing it in your face.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Go on, sorry.
0: I once um, got electrocuted, changing a light bulb. Um, I was working uh, at Gilly Doon, Edinburgh. We've been there. Oh, yeah.
1: Been there. And
0: a bulb had smashed. So the metal part was still inside of the old one. Me not thinking, when I'll change it, got up, and got up on a, a table, put the new bulb ready. And I just stuck my finger in to pull out the old bit of metal and hadn't turned off the power, and I let out this deathly scream. To which one of my other, um, one of the other people I was working with, started crying because she said <laughs> the noise that you just made. We thought you that it was like a deathly sh- scream. <laughs> I probably <No>. never, <laughs> I had not watched, I'm not much of a screamer, but yeah, I don't remember it because I can, it literally blanked out for a quick second as I still was standing and let out oh supposedly a deathly scream.
1: That's see what I mean. I'm well, there we are. I'm glad Mate, I said so that. Some now. people do look stupid, yeah. Well, like you me. clearly do, I
0: know, but That's th- that could have went pear shaped.
1: Yeah, you could have died.
0: Yeah, because it wasn't even just generic house house wattage. This was like a, a huge building with lots yeah. of lights on and I just stuck a finger into the... Always <laughs> oh, sticking donkey. fingers in. Story of my life.
1: Story of That's life. Yeah. Get them fingers in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, oh, this is a weird question to ask next.
1: What oh, no! a
0: kid's movie completely scared you as a child or still does?
1: Oh, so this is dead easy for me this is Pinocchio. I've never, I've not watched it since. I think my Nana bought it for me when I was like, I don't know, maybe seven or eight. And I had it on video and I was terrified of it as a kid. So I actually hid it behind the other videos, just the video cassette and never watched it again and threw it away when I was old enough, even though I had such guilt that she'd bought it for me and I've never seen it since. So I've actually only ever seen Pinocchio once and the bit where they turn into donkeys, (laughs) me is honest to god genuinely terrifying like it's up there alongside maybe just like a little bit down from the exorcist it's just terrifying <laughs> on it like like
0: who second would put that in like, the film
1: yes it is second in line like i couldn't i don't think i could watch it i think if something no even i can hear it now they're like very specific EO, you know oh no it really gives me the heebie-jeebies i used
0: to well, love pinocchio but I do remember oh. it being one of the films that I was like, this gives like a, a buzz of scaredness yeah. as a child.
1: It's horrible. And then there's a big whale. And like, no, I just honestly I think it is quite terrifying that film.
0: Even the way I it's just, animated, I think it's quite it's it's quite dark. Yeah. It's not like lots of bright colours. It's No. I
1: ugh. think the older ones are are almost darker though. Do you know what I mean? So like, even like Bambi, like I love Bambi, but Bambi's like, for young kids, it's like an intense like life story, isn't it? Mm -hmm. The beginning, it's like, hey, it's cartoons, everyone dies. And it's just, I don't know, so maybe- There's
0: a lot of death in cartoons, if you think about it.
1: Yeah, I think that's because they think like, it should be like a moral story, don't you think? It has to teach kids, I think that's why. Teach kids
0: that everybody dies.
1: Well, maybe not everyone, but just you know, don't (laughs) be prancing (laughs) when there's hunters about. Like, I don't Don't know. Yeah,
0: forest unless you want to get hurt.
1: Also, you've got to have like a sort of breakdown. I think Disney now do that best. That sort of breakdown into like jubilant, like that was the best film ever. You know, like Coco.
0: Oh man!
1: You see what I mean? We watched Coco. and I, like, I kept having to take breaks, I kept having to pause it, because so I was like, I'm not actually prepared for this. But yep. then like at the end, you feel like you've lived through a life of end. That's yeah. a Disney
0: film. When, I, when we watched that, like I at the end of it, I, I've never cried that hard at, a, at animation. And I looked at Steph and went, this is a fucking cartoon.
1: Yeah, we're, I think that's all we're, printed.
0: Yeah, bawling her eyes out at what is literally somebody drawing something in a bit of paper. Of whatever you want to call uh, it, but... Do you
1: know
0: what I mean? That's good storytelling.
1: Yeah. It storytelling. is. It's so good. It's so good, that film. That was, the, yeah, that was the last time that I was like, what has happened? Like, mm. what is... You know, when you stop and look at someone and go, what is happening? Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: nice.
0: Okay, Jamie, that's always interesting to see if you've got one for this. What is the funniest joke you know by heart?
1: Oh, no. No one laughs at my jokes. Like, honestly... <laughs> I, do, I do, Whenever I tell a joke, like everyone's like, that's not funny. So I just don't tell a joke. My favorite one from a kid, like when I was a kid was what's and it's you know stuck with me. What it would you call a fly without wings? What <laughs> a walk.
0: It's <laughs> ridiculous.
1: I just really like it. I don't know that's why. I just I've really like that it. one before. Have you not? Yeah, that's like that's my like go to. But like all the like, you know, the ones that are like stories that people tell, I'm just, I don't think I'm very good at them. And and I have to always explain them. And that's, of as we know, the best thing about a joke. And you have to then explain it afterwards.
0: As long as there's a so, good story you told, that's it, that's the main thing.
1: Well, this is it. This is it.
0: And you tell good stories. I, I know that firsthand.
1: You know, you're saying that as if that's, you're being facetious there.
0: Another big word. Um,
1: <laughs> no you do what, what you do, do
0: tell good stories I, i'll give you that just sometimes i've maybe heard that one story before
1: I have yeah fair enough just fair once enough. or
0: twice not a lot just once or twice yeah. okay a couple more questions what is the best and worst purchases you've ever made
1: oh god oh my god and i have to have bought it don't i because i get lots of nice things as gifts i'm very lucky got people who are good at buying gifts around me it's almost as if I seek out that as a character trait <laughs> um, <laughs> um the best and worst things I've ever bought uh what would be the best thing when well, I'm about to buy prams so that's probably going to be but I haven't actually paid for it yet although um I did just buy some socks that say I love my mummy wow. which is probably which is probably up there actually they were £1.50 in Primark but I do cry every time I look at them because they're so small and you think, I don't understand how any thing can fit in that. Um, But practical, probably. I bought a pair of shoes when I was 18 from Russell and Bromley. They were my first like expensive purchase, I think. They were, and at the time they were 155 pounds, which mm. in like, how old would I have been? Like mid 2000, like 2005, 2004, mm. 2005. Um, that was, even more money than it is now, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember thinking that it was like ridiculously extravagant. I bought it with, I think my like birthday money, and I just this funny. I just threw them away yesterday. Oh man! Well, because we we're packing up, and it was like a moment where I held on to them, but they've definitely had their day. Yeah. I mean, they're how old are they now? They're like fifteen years old. Yeah. But they lasted me fifteen years, and That's I reckon I could have kept them. I could have. They weren't like like falling off my feet but you know when you think it's time for a new pair yeah
0: um
1: but they have se- those shoes have seen me through like countless press nights countless holidays countless dates like they were my like absolute go-to's so they've been with me on a lot like most of my happy times So it was mm. a real sad moment throwing them in the bin but you have to make these sacrifices can't, can't make those choices so that was my probably my best purchase. And it, and it also like backs up that thing that if you buy, you know, if you buy cheap, you buy twice. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I bought goods, they lasted me so long. Nice. Um, and worst purchase is just like all the stuff I buy. Because From again, Zara. <laughs> like honestly, no, but I've got two like industrial sized bags next door that all have the tags on and like just things that I, I bought because they were like fashionable and then just never wore because I don't look good in them. And I do, I do get swept up in that a lot where I just buy stuff for the sheer sake of buying stuff. Mm. Um, so that is bad. And then when I have no money, I always feel guilty. Um, but I'm sure there's something worse than that. But no, I tell you what, I tell you what it is. This, this, this is it. When I was on holiday in Grand Canary when I was 15, yeah, this woman came up to me and she forced, they still do it, I think, as a scam around the world. She forced like a friendship bracelet on my wrist.
0: And I was like,
1: you know what I mean? I was like, no, 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 I don't want it, I don't want it. And she was like, oh, you're so nice and blah, blah, blah. And was like plaiting it around my wrist. And I was like, oh. And then she said, and then I remember she said "Um, three. And I was like, three what? And she's like, three. And she obviously meant three pounds, but she went really sassy, like really like three. And I opened stupidly my purse, and she took she took out the money from my purse, and that was it. And off she went. Yeah. And I remember it was a, whatever it was was equivalent to twelve pounds because I spent the rest of the holiday, and it is still now a family joke, so like complaining and like crying and whinging that I'd lost twelve pounds,
0: oh.
1: and being like twelve quid, twelve quid. So like, if I ever complain about money now, my mom will go twelve quid, mum, getting like. <laughs> And like mock me about it because yeah i was so upset it was literally like it had cost me 10 grand like this is how much i went on and on about this 12 pounds so you know but yeah it's me.
0: like it's that thing though like you lose you you know you had that pound coin or that two pound coin in your pocket and you can't find it and that's and the get, worst that's the worst thing there you go okay a couple more questions for this section go on jamie if you were a wrestler what would your intro music be?
1: Oh, that's really excellent. What would it be? It would have to be something really pumped up. Like, you can't, um, you can't take like, Eye of the Tiger, can you? Cause that's already been done. But like, that is such an iconic, that dun, 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 dun. It's so good. What else? I really like um, Hall of Notes. Oh the, little, oh, the little dog there's really getting involved. Um, I really like Hall & Um, You Make Me Feel. No, is that what it's called? Yeah. But that's not really a wrestler song, is it? So, oh, no. I know. I know. It would be Christina Aguilera Dirty, 100%. Wow. 100%, because that never fails to come on. You know, when you're anywhere and it clicks in. I don't know if you've got a similar song, but for me, it was like, that was the song of my, like, sixth form into university Mm -hmm. and that's the age where where you've had a few drinks you sort of like think you're a bit special and um, (laughs) if I was at the bar or anywhere and that song came on I was always that girl that was that horrible girl that was like oh my god let's all dance let's go to that song and like it to be fair I'm 34 now and if it came on I'd I'd probably still I'd flick back into that and be like get on the dance floor
0: so that was a song of your like crossover into like School to to uni,
1: yeah, like into adulthood, especially because you know she was dead sexy and it was all like dirty, well, hence, and like slutty, and it was that sort of like, yeah, you know, you know when you are like sort of grown up and you're like, yeah, yeah. that's me. I'm wearing short skirts and I'm like, I know about sex. Do
0: you know what? Do you know what my song was transitioning from school to 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 college? What I got a feeling, black eyed peas. Really? Yeah.
1: That feels so like just like last week. That I came know, but up. it was
0: it was ten years ago.
1: Really? Yeah. That makes me feel old because that that to me see, like sounds like an adult song that I remember as an adult, which is horrendous. How old are you?
0: Twenty eight.
1: Yeah, you're six years younger than me.
0: Yeah. Ugh. But I remember when that song came on, no matter what the occasion was, I was that little fat little kid in the middle of the dance floor. Come
1: on. <laughs> yeah. So absolutely said. Well, say with dirty, it was the other way around. S- it was like, me, like grinding and like thinking. Oh, honestly, I, the shame. Thank, thank God, there wasn't really social media when I was like a teenager. I, I don't know how I'd cope with it. Thank yeah. God.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't like to be the youth of today, especially getting That's into, it, getting involved with it. We went for a meal the other day, and this girl was with her parents, and she might, she must have been no older than ten years old no older, she was sitting there on her phone practising a TikTok dance and then got her mum to film her in the restaurant doing this TikTok dance and you could see her posting it and editing it and stuff, I'm like if Matt that girl, that girl, it, 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 she, I thought she was like 8 years old, she, yeah, no older than 10 and she sitting and like I, well, what I, I just don't understand well, parents can do, I say parents can do what they want but I'm like what is, what is she learning from this at such a young yeah. age to be to be doing all these i mean yeah TikTok dances are one thing but then getting involved in that whole scenario from now
1: it's hard isn't it because like even just like thinking about what what a pe- sort of parent i'm gonna be is really hard because i think it's it's really easy actually to say well i won't do that and i won't do that like so for example i remember a few years ago saying like well i'd never have an ipad never Never, and you hear lots of people who mm-hmm. aren't parents saying that. But I then see parents I know, young parents who are struggling or, or just want 10 minutes to eat their dinner or whatever. And I think, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to do that because when I then inevitably do it, I don't mm. want to feel like I'm failing. Yeah. And I also like, I think it's, it's easy to think, well, I wouldn't do that when you're not in that situation. Like even just like I've been in shopping centers and seen, you know, moms with prams and thought, why are you bringing your kid out? And I can't, I don't know what I'll be like. I honestly don't because you just don't know maybe that that mother's like actually having a breakdown and needs to just get out of the house. So, but then equally I might sit in for the first six months and think, absolutely not, I'm not taking my kid into that. Hmm. So I I don't know. I think I have, I'm definitely trying to be much less judgmental. But I do I do think with social media, exactly what you say, there's a line because, I don't know, you're teaching that girl that she needs gratification and she needs likes.
0: Yeah, like, is that is that her oh, trying I mean, to, to, to an extent, the start of, not that she's a famous child on TikTok, but like, is that what the game is for kids? Like, do you know what I mean? Because we all put yeah. out posts for likes. So is this eight-year-old girl doing a t- learning a TikTok dance recording it for followers, likes, comments yeah for that yeah that gratification to then what become what famous or or some sort of fame to uh, do you know what i mean like but maybe that's
1: this the this this sort of this next generation's version of like you know when we were encouraged to like i don't know sing at parties you know and your man was like go on sing give a song um i don't know i'm not i'm not excusing it because i personally do think social media is a really slippery slope Mm. um and like my younger friends, like I, I'm really lucky that I've got friends that are older than me, but I've got really close friends that are a, a good 10, 15 years older than me, uh, sorry, younger than me. Um, and I, I see them and, and how um, social media is very important to them, and I don't use that as a as a criticism to them at all because mm-hmm. it, it it is a tool they have they just have to use because if yeah. they didn't, it would it would be weird, mm-hmm. you know because that's their life, that's how they were raised. Um, on the internet and, and we weren't so it's like if they weren't on it people would think well, well why do you know, yeah. do you know what yeah. i mean yeah. so it's 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 a it's really hard but i i'm so glad that i wasn't born into that so my my two close friends that are early 20s like both beautifully talented girls and gorgeous but i i do sometimes think like oh I, I, like i do i worry that maybe you feel pressure in a way that i didn't hmm and um yeah i i hope that's not the case for them i hope it's not but i like i'm i'm glad i didn't have to deal with that cuz i think it would have broken me a lot a lot yeah um and i don't want that for them do you know what i mean agreed so
0: there you go well nice random next question, second last question of this section what movie would be greatly improved if it was made into a musical we're too stagey folk
1: Oh well, That's I think maybe um, showgirls
0: into a musical.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Don't you think? Yeah,
0: I just feel what like there's. Mean? Well, it's very cabaret, Chicago-esque. Is it? Wouldn't it be just? Another... Yeah, exactly.
1: And they're like all like really horrendous characters. Wouldn't that be an amazing musical? It'd be like Moulin Rouge, but like, like a dirty, seedy version. It'd be like somewhere between Rocky Horror and like Moulin Rouge. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you mean. Imagine yeah, who is. would play Crystal Connors. Like you could have like like Rachel Tucker. Wouldn't she be an amazing Crystal yeah, Connors? she would. Or Hannah Waddingham. Hannah Waddingham yeah. would be bang on as well. Like someone like that. And then as Naomi Malone, oh, who would be like, you know, the, the ingenue? Oh, uh, Jodie, Jodie Steele. She'd be Naomi Malone, wouldn't she? Mm. Perfect. It's a good
0: shout. Okay, who we'll pitch it to? Paul Taylor Mills. Done.
1: I think. Well, to be honest, I feel like Paul Taylor Mills has got the the upper hand on like all those sort of niche, really cool, quirky musicals. You know, he did Cruel Intentions and things like that. So I think he's probably already checked to get he's the right. It, it genuinely wouldn't surprise me because I think he like he would be the sort of person that would just think so ahead. Rest. Yeah, it genuinely wouldn't surprise me.
0: There's already been a secret workshop and we don't yeah,
1: know. Yeah, I bet you, any money. And I bet, because him and Jodie Steele are really good pals, aren't they? They're doing hair together at the minute. So you, you never know. That might actually be happening right now. What if I just predicted that? And she's like swinging around a pole. She's <laughs> already naked in hair. Well, no, are they, they won't be naked because they're doing it on a jetty. So that probably yeah, wouldn't be I don't be think it would be naked. Uh, no, that wouldn't be nice, would it, for anybody's nether regions?
0: Out in the cold.
1: Oh. A bit Absolutely nippy. Not. Oh, I couldn't even. I mean, my nipples are horrendous at the minute, so I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> they're horrendous. <laughs> can't even touch them. Can't even look at them. I can't, I, I don't even know what they are. I can now get my boobs. No one wants to know this. You can probably edit it out, but I can now like, basically like, like, like point my boobs at things. Wow. Like a torpedo. Cause I've always had tiny little boobs and now they're huge. And now I can get a whole handful and like point them like a cow.
0: It's a talent.
1: It is. It's definitely something. I don't know. if It's a talent. <laughs> it's a whole different level. Yeah. Great. It's bizarre. It's the, That's what the weirdest thing about pregnancy, I think. Just like, just see, just your body that. changing. Yeah, because you expect your stomach, but I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't prepared for the boobs, like i've I've just never known anything like them in my life just they're not sexual in any way they're just like big old bags of of like On you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not one for a podcast is it that's not no no one wants to hear that
0: okay last question in 40 years what will people be nostalgic for
1: oh god so that means like things that are going to have gone Do you think maybe just like the way the world was? No, I don't think it will because everyone's like woke, can't they? So everyone will probably just like feel self-righteous, nostalgic for, oh God, I hope it's not like hugs and stuff.
0: Oh yeah, that would be really sad. Do
1: you know what I mean? Remember remember when you could hug each other? Yeah.
0: You're telling your grandkids, you're like, you know you could actually used to be able to cuddle your mother. Yeah. (laughs) That would be really sad.
1: Yeah face masks were not a thing like no one wore them um, yeah that's just a
0: go-to now face masks 40 well, years for
1: some people it is um <laughs> oh i wonder i wonder nostalgic for so i wonder where te- technology will go. i don't think dvds because now we've got on board with on-demand books they tried kindles but they sort of went back to books didn't they like i did a kindle and then i've sort of gone back to books
0: yeah, but then things will, things will turn around so quickly that books will be illegal. You can't print paper anymore.
1: Do you think? To save the forests and yeah, stuff? Yeah, once once we've, sort, we've yeah. kind of
0: sorted it plastic, next to yeah, be... you're right. Well, that was small chat in the doormat. Next up... Yay! Chatterbox. Chatterbox! This is where you get to vent about whatever you would like, Jamie.
1: Oh, really? Yep. Right, like, well, I've got two things because okay. you know I can't terrible at decisions. One is like a serious one, and one's like I realize that I take it too seriously, but I feel like a lot of people might agree with me. I get in lots of like mini spats with Fred about it. So the I'll give you the mini one first. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why so many coffee shops have employees that can't make coffee.
0: Oh yeah, we've had that before. Both of I us can't together. bear it
1: i can't bear it so like there's a difference between a latte a cappuccino and a flat white and those things cost like three pounds sixty for a reason and they're not hard if you work in a coffee shop i just think like it's your only prerequisite learn how to decide what those three things are and make them well the end and like, i can't tell you the amount of coffees that and especially because i'm skin it's like you pay four quid for a coffee and it's just heated up milk and honestly, it, it brings, it is though, it's like you swish it, yeah. And I can tell when I pick up the, I pick up the, um, what is it called? The cup, the cardboard cup. Yeah. And I, you can just feel the density of it. The weight will tell you whether that milk has been foamed or creamed or like, you know, they've banged the bottom of the thing or yeah. or whether they've just heated up milk and whacked it on in there to save time because they're lazy. Yeah. And honestly, like it brings out a side to me that it is not nice. I get first really world, that's such a
0: first world problem right there
1: isn't it i know and it is so selfish and entitled and i'm aware it is but also if you're going to charge that amount of money for a coffee make a coffee otherwise just don't bother yeah it really really upsets me and fred always says to me whenever i complain he's like you're never happy with coffees you're never happy and i said no that's not true i just never comment if they're good i don't necessarily comment So you just noticed when I whinge. It's just really annoying. And Starbucks are the worst for it, I think, actually, to be honest. Oh. Yeah.
0: Controversial.
1: I know. And I love a Starbucks. I love it. But um, I I do think, because it's such a huge chain, they don't have their, like, training. They should know
0: exactly what they're doing.
1: Well, yeah, they should. But there's so many staff. How do you you police it? Mm. Like, the same with Frappuccinos as well. Like, some of them are really, like, loose as you would say and like milkshake <laughs> and then some of them are just like basically ice and you get two good socks and you chuck it in the bin
0: that's what she said <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but you know what I mean it really annoys me especially because like obviously we're all skin at the minute so like when I go for a coffee I get really upset I mean I never send them back I
0: mm-hmm. just would
1: never I'd never have the, the balls to do it but yeah. it does. I just do that British thing of like saying thanks so much realizing it's terrible yep. leaving walking 100 yards and being like this is terrible this is absolutely horrendous and then drinking it anyway but just like every sip like you know like grimacing
0: oh what a vent!
1: i know it's so, like so pathetic isn't it though i realize it's pathetic but it's okay to admit though yeah and it does upset me and then my big one and i, I don't know if you've had this one before you've had one very similar to it but like is masks on the tube Mm. because again because i'm pregnant i just don't get it i just like if you're exempt fine you get the little lanyard then no bother but like the amount of times i get on the tube and people and they can see i've got a baby on board badge as well and just people are just so brazenly not wearing them yeah and i just don't because they're really not a big deal or worse you know like so we we it was our anniversary yesterday we went in to have dinner in central london and we come back about 10 o'clock 11 o'clock and everyone in our carriage didn't have a mask on and they either just didn't have it on and they were just wanted to just chat with their friends or there was two people one sat next to me one opposite me who had them like just like around their chin
0: yeah so their mouth
1: and their nose are free and I like, again, I'm very British. I don't say anything. I just sort of like seethe inside. But Fred is Fred likes to like talk loudly so they overhear. Yeah. Because it's just so like, I just find it arrogant. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I'm, yeah I'm, I've gone on about it a lot. But it's like, I just think for everyone to try and get back to normality, if the only thing you have to do at this moment in time is wash your hands and wear a mask, I'm like, well... It's not the hardest thing in the world. You not even wear
1: a mask the whole, it's, you know, we're not, it's not policed all the time. It's just like when you get on the tube, just wear it because there's no ventilation. There's no, and it like, even if it only makes 10% of difference or 1% of difference, actually it doesn't even matter. Everyone else is doing it. You're not special. Put it on. Like I would be mortified. That's what I don't get. Actually, it's that they, it's, I don't, I would love to speak to someone like not in a nasty way, and say like, why aren't you wearing a mask? And just see what they said. Mm. Because like, if they weren't exempt, if they were exempt, fine. But if they weren't exempt, you could just be like, are you not? Are you not embarrassed? You not sit there? And even if you think, well, I don't believe in it or whatever. Do you not just feel like everyone on this tube is judging you? Because yeah. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I would feel that. It like is more would would make me feel worse than the government telling me to does that make sense yeah well i was embarrassed everyone thought i was an idiot i'd be like i'll wear it then rather than whether it stops me getting coronavirus
0: well i was embarrassed the other day and somebody laughed at me as well who wasn't wearing a mask because i got to the dlr and i only had to go a few stops in the dlr but i forgot my mask for the first time
1: oh there's nothing worse yeah
0: so i just pulled my t-shirt over my face for the whole time and this yeah, guy who yeah. sat next, who was not next to me but opposite me, looked to me and laughed as he got off. Who didn't have a mask on? I was like, at least I'm making a fucking effort. Like, yeah, yeah. I forgot my mask, and I, I feel stupid for doing it, and like worse pulling my t-shirt over my nose and mouth.
1: But yeah. it com- yeah. like
0: we're all we're all supposed to be trying to try to get past this. Like,
1: yeah,
0: I don't know. Some people yeah. just aren't. I didn't. I did it, in ar- te- I did in
1: Tesco and I put and I brought my hoodie up. And there was another guy who had forgotten his mask and he put his hoodie up as well. And I just thought, oh well, good, at least we've we've realized and we feel stupid. Mm-hmm. So we're putting our hoodie up. Like yeah. it's not ideal, but we're, you know, we're at least acknowledging the fact rather than just nipping in, nipping out. Yeah. But it's just yeah, I just don't understand why people don't have that embarrassment. Or that it's like crazy. isn't everyone looking at me? I don't know. Yeah, it, it really annoys me.
0: There you go. Well that was our good old chatterbox. Yeah. Okay, you ready oh, for the next next section? Chat in the hat. It's time for some chat in the hat. This is where a listener sends in a question. So I think this is quite a good one out of the list that of questions I have. for, you, And I picked it for you. Oh. Right? You ready? Go
1: That's, on.
0: There's a big word in this, so let's see if I get it right. Would you rather be famous for something incredible, but under a pseudonym, so no one would ever know it was you, or famous for something ridiculous, but you'd be a household name.
1: Oh, definitely the first one. Yeah. Did I say that word right? Pseudonymia. <laughs> pseudonym.
0: yeah. Nailed it.
1: I definitely, definitely would would do the first one. I don't like because I think
0: like Banksy. I'd,
1: yeah, perfect, great because you'll get the money and you'll know that your your work is respected, but you're not going to be hounded. And like, as I said about social media, like people wouldn't be constantly like looking at your pictures being, oh, you look fat there or, oh, you've done this wrong or, you know what I mean? I just,
0: yeah.
1: fame to me is not anything I would ever chase because I just think f- like fame or celebrity mm-hmm. maybe is the better word, celebrity is so like hollow. And it's almost like, I think the the British public or certainly the British media love to build someone up and then tear them down. Yeah, And that's, that's not just recently, like we've seen that over, you know, Diana, Jade Goody, like particularly women um, over the years. So I, I like, I, I just don't know if I'd cope well with that, to be honest. So I, I'd love to be respected and successful enough to have my work known, Mm -hmm. but I'd be absolutely, I'd be, in fact, that sounds like the perfect scenario. I'd be over the moon for people just to not even, like, I think if I won the lottery, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anyone. Mm. I don't think I would. I, I mean, because obviously, it, I'd like tell Fred and my mum. Yeah. But I don't think I'd tell anyone.
0: The amount of handouts people be looking for.
1: That's fine, and I like. I think, it, and I would give handouts to my friends, but I wouldn't give like a million pounds each because no. I, I think that sort of money it changes you. Yeah. So I would, I would probably say I'd make like a good lie, like I'd come into inheritance or I'd got a big advert or something, and then so I'd maybe like you know take us all on holiday or like you know if you had something you needed to pay and it was a thousand pounds I'd be like you know what just take it it's a gift like yeah and I'd maybe just do that uh sporadically and sort of make up lies as to why and so nobody would would know but I like I wouldn't tell anyone because I not I'm not close to but I know someone was a a sister of of a very close family member to me um won the lottery when she was really really young yeah and it it I mean, obviously there was lots of good things came from it, but a lot of bad things came from it. A lot Mm. of bad things like, you know, partners and and, um, a lot of drama. And she was in the papers a lot. And, yeah, and I remember even just thinking, God, I don't know. I wonder if she had the choice if she'd do it again. So I wouldn't tell anyone.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good shout. Yeah. It's a good shout. Good question. I I thought that was a good question.
1: Really good question.
0: Great well, that was Chat in the Hat. Next section, News Chat. This is News Chat. So number one. So uh, you're excited to be a mother, yes? I am. So this is the, this is the head, headline. Boy of seven finds Lego piece that has been stuck up his nose for two years.
1: Did oh, you see God. this? No.
0: So when it first happened, the doctor was unable to track down the piece of Lego. But as a youngster wasn't in pain, they didn't seem too worried. They just left it at the time. Then one night, last Sun, supposedly last Sunday night, it happened. After two years, it went missing. The Lego piece miraculously showed up, and had been stuck in his nose this whole time.
1: Oh my God! Wait, when you say miraculously showed up, it didn't just crawl out of his nose like a fairy. What did he do? Like a really huge sneeze? Or... It must
0: have been. This is what this is what it says in the news, and you know, all news is fact. So oh, it said miraculously. True
1: miraculously yeah. showed up though that oh that I'd, I'd love to know what they like that what actually journalist happened, was having I mean? a really
0: good day and thought i need to make this sound really good
1: yeah like did it come out like did he did he poo it out did it come out of his ears like miraculously showed up because i mean
0: out of his nose
1: yeah which isn't that big
0: I, like yeah. do you know what i mean
1: like yeah, the pipes aren't that big are they like god that's been hard that's been like attack that's i mean that's That's mad, isn't
0: it? Like, how you wouldn't find that for two years, even though this boy was, if he's seven now, then it was five when it happened. So for the last two years, no one, including his parents, has maybe cleaned him up. Like, if anything, like, getting one of these COVID tests has has proved is that your nose isn't that deep. That's why my eyes were watering when I had to put (laughs) it up my nose. Like, it really isn't that deep. So how that was stuck.
1: His pipes have have got, as he's grown, have, like, spread... You know, like, his his nasal passages. And it's obviously just dropped out, hasn't it? It's
0: crazy. And now he's just that got is one mad. Oh. And nostril. I need
1: nothing more to worry me. Because I used to have a thing when I was a kid that I, like, used to think I'd swallowed things. Oh. So, like, if I had something, if I was playing with something or whatever, I'd then panic that I would swallowed it. And, like, so then I'd have to go and look for it. Like, I was a weird kid. Um <laughs> so I, like, I'm, I honestly I do fear when I have a child that I'm going to be a nightmare that I'm going to think they've swallowed everything and like
0: yeah but you'll grow into it and then you'll learn and you'll know oh, it's okay at this moment true. in time
1: this is true this is true but I mean now I'm going to have flashlights up its nose for for the first 10 years of its life uh. just in case so thanks for that Adam
0: it's all right <laughs> second one this is blew my mind this week apple you like an apple do
1: you like
0: uh, an well, Yeah. Apple stickers are edible. Are they? Did not know this until this week.
1: That's been actually proven, has it? I mean, that makes sense. Yeah,
0: that, well, they're made. Um, so if when I looked it up, apple stickers are edible. Um, you do, if Yes, you should probably peel them off. But if you happen to eat it by mistake, it's not a big deal. Fine. Because it is edible paper and the stickiness is glue is made out of food as well. Really? There you go. Fun fact, if you didn't know. Why
1: didn't Why didn't they just say that from the get go? Yeah. We're just like yeah. a little guessing game about it. Like, oh, you've eaten that. You think you're gonna die? But haha, joke's on you.
0: I remember as a kid, with having an apple. The rare time I had an apple, taken off the sticker and really washing that bit where that sticky bit from the label had been on.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't do that because like, I was like, who's got time for that? Who's got time? Well, you obviously. <laughs> I did. But um, that's so weird. I can't believe no one's known that before. That's like, um, do you know, you can eat kiwis with the, the with
0: skin the, on? The, yeah. Can you?
1: Yeah. Well, I eat kiwis with the skin on. And oh, like no. every time someone, yeah, it's lovely. And every time anyone sees me do it, they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, it's fine. But
0: it's it is nowhere
1: near, It's nowhere near as bad as you think, I promise you. Because whenever I say to somebody, eat eat it, like eat it with the skin on and it won't be as bad as you think. And once Maybe they're about time. half. Halfway in, they go, oh, yeah, it's fine. Like, it's not nowhere near as bad as you think. It's really not. I really like the skin.
0: Well, that was news chat. We all learnt a little something there. Excellent. Last section of the podcast, chat and ball.
1: Let's play chat and ball.
0: This is where we get to fire questions at each other. Jamie, I'm going to let you start off.
1: Number one, if you found out you were Jesus, (laughs) (laughs) would you tell anyone? I sort of goes back to my uh, winning the lottery thing, actually, doesn't it? It's weird.
0: If I was Jesus,
1: yeah, like it, maybe you knew from birth, or maybe you just found out, like now, that you were Jesus. Like your powers came in, and like you know, an angel came down and told you. Would you tell anyone?
0: I definitely don't think I would to start. There, there may come a point where you get bored. I don't know. If 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 you maybe this is just the. The big headiness in me, but if you're doing so good, so much good in the world, like you found out you're Jesus, so you maybe start using powers or whatever, <laughs> whatever the right <laughs> phrase is, right? It starts doing good in the world, but then maybe after a time, you do you want to, like that question yet? Yeah, like Banksy, do you, do you just do do people start believing like, oh, Jesus has been here, like he's doing this X Y Z, but we know don't know who he is. Mm. And I just come out one day. It is I, Jesus.
1: I mean, if I, if like honestly, if I wanted Jesus to come back, I'd want him to be in the form of Adam Scott Pringle. To, to be perfectly honest.
0: But the 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 thing is, speaking truthfully, people would then start getting irritated by Jesus. I think, like that.
1: What by you or by yeah. Jesus? Well, <laughs> if I
0: am Jesus, then there is a part of Adam Scott Pringle still in there, so that. People were like, "Oh, here he is! Here he is again! <laughs> yeah, here he, he is singing he, singing
1: a show tune."
0: He, he's singing a show tune. Yes, we've seen you walk on water. You've done that trick last time. You were out. we walked along the Thames. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the great!
0: Wine. Yes, you'd. We only ordered tap water, but now we've got free red wine. Oh.
1: I mean, I don't think people would get sick of that. To be fair,
0: some people would
1: do you think
0: yeah there would be that there would be that mate it'd be like oh, for oh yeah sake, here he, is. For sake here of he goes
1: i think you'd be a great jesus to be honest thanks you can maybe even whack in a gethsemane like just you know bring the worlds together
0: just go out there and say listen so sir, sir lloyd weber listen if you want to make big bucks yeah book out at the palladium for a good couple of years
1: You'd be shooing, wouldn't you? That would be amazing. Imagine, imagine Andrew Lloyd Webber's glee if like he got the real Jesus to play Jesus. Like Steve Balsamo, step aside.
0: <laughs> Big Cam Mark, you'd be laughing.
1: Oh, he'd be all over it. He'd, he'd it. be, well, he'd be on a quest to find Judas, wouldn't he? <laughs> he a was.
0: bit a TV in there again.
1: Yeah, but you'd have to prove that you're the actual Judas. So, um Yeah. <laughs> And me, as Jesus, would
0: have like a couple of tests, like some kind of ITV reality TV show that there's a bit of singing in it, but also some tests between Jesus and Judas.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. You'd be the John Barrowman. You'd be like on the panel as well. You'd be on the panel. So good. Oh, to be honest, talking that through with you now, I think um, you'd, you'd be great as Jesus.
0: Thanks very much. I'll take that. Not as obviously the theater Jesus, but as real life Jesus.
1: As real life Jesus, no, uh, you know, and then it just it just happens to be just a lovely sort of like extra that you could actually play Jesus in in you know the seminal Lloyd Webber production.
0: Great, I'm sold. Perfect. I've, I'm I'm selling myself.
1: That's it. When theaters come back, let's maybe. Well, you're not actually Jesus, so we can't even get into talks about it. It's a That's shame. That's it. a shame. <laughs>
0: Okay, my first question to you, apologies, is um, two of these questions are about being being a mother. That's okay.
1: absolutely fine,
0: yeah. What would be the absolute worst name you could give your child?
1: Oh, God. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you've got the obvious ones, haven't you? Like Saddam and like Adolf. And... <laughs> no, don't, that's... No, because Fred is actually half German. His mom is German. So, mm-hmm. like, you know... The... not that he's ever not that adolf has ever been on the table but you know there's potential with german names it's more likely than than not um is that
0: is that that name still out there
1: i mean it must be somewhere
0: Somewhere. someone
1: like somewhere where it's like well it's an old family name you know like how people wear swastikas and say well it's actually buddhist and you're like i know but nobody thinks of it as that anymore so let's just maybe not wear it um I think yeah something like that or something like you know like crap bag or something just ridiculous like our friends
0: crap bag
1: crap great. bag it's so great i have a real thing about baby names though like being stupid because i just i just think i know a few different people who've given their 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 children uh Experimental, shall we say, or or maybe like you know, out there names, and I just, Mm -hmm. I just think like you've got to think about the name and think about that kid at school. So like, for example, if you give them a name that on uh, written down does not look the same as it sounds, unless it's like Irish or like and there's an actual um what's I'm looking for like social like you know it's it's a name of your people so to speak. If like I can't actually say the exact one because I don't in case they listen to it, um, <laughs> but like I just think they're gonna your kid's gonna spend their whole life someone saying, I mean I'm gonna have to think of a fake version of it now. Like I don't know, say just for example, <laughs> um, Hermione, and right. someone going, and and somebody saying like um, Hermione, and and the whole and the kid the whole life will go mm. it's actually Hermione, yeah. but like Hermione is now a popular name, so that's obviously not the one but i just think yeah if you set your child up for their entire life having to explain their name yeah you just like, i just think why would you do that to that yeah.
0: poor kid? i keep playing that game if i've if we have ever had a discussion about kids names i'll always be like okay i'll be the mature one so we'll put out the names and then okay. i'll be i'll be a kid at school because then i will think up things that rhyme with that name things yeah. that maybe like alliteration with that name that's going to happen Absolutely. like we need to think, we need to look after the kids. Do you know what, 100%, 100%, what
1: I mean? 100%. 100%. We're exactly the same. We're exactly the same. So, Fred actually keeps coming up with things, and I do exactly what you do. And I say, well, no, because at school, this will work, but this, and this and this and this and this. And this is what it rhymes with. And like, so what was one yesterday? Nell. Beautiful name. Really nice name. If anyone listening has a child called Nell, I really like the name. <laughs> However, I was like, what if she's fat? Nellie becomes Nelly the elephant. <laughs> it also then becomes belly. Like, so oh. Nellie with the belly, do you know like, oh, here's Nell with her big bell or Nellend is another one. Oh. I was like, I mean, and I was a fat kid, so I'm like, I'm not gonna give my child any name that could be very cleverly changed to a fat yeah. name. Cause I was Jamie B, which was JB, which then got flipped to BJ. So I got BJ a lot. Oh. Um, you know, because kids are clever. Kids are much cleverer. Fred are. Before. and you've got a, you know, and also Noah. Fred likes Noah, but in my accent, and when people do an impression of me, they always usually start with no. Mm. Like if, if you say do you an impression of Jamie, everyone always goes oh no, and I just said everyone would just go Noah Noah, and in obviously all my family are Geordie. Yep. so then it'd be Noah, and I just was like no because then depending who, who's speaking to the child, my family or your family, they'll have like different phonetic names. Yeah, I was like, it's a minefield. No. <laughs> Great. So yeah, so I literally go with every name we put on the table, I do exactly what you do. I go through like what they could be called at school.
0: Nelly Same. the elephant. That's, that, that's a good one.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want that for my kids. And I really like the name now, but I just, because I was a fat kid, I can't take the risk. Hmm. Could be genetic. You never know.
0: Great. What's your next question?
1: Oh, it's me. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um. What makes you proud?
0: What have you done today?
1: <laughs> Go on, uh, Heather, wh- Paul.
0: What makes you proud?
1: Yeah.
0: of uh, of 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 the world or myself.
1: It's just an open-ended question. So open-ended question. What makes you proud?
0: I like to see how people have grown. Never mind, my, like, like not talking about myself, but looking at people I've known over the years, either it be somebody I've known for five years, 10 years, like, seeing... It comes back to that thing of, like, things you knew of people... Yeah, let's say five years ago, right? We met five years ago, right? And it's nice to yeah. see, like, how people... I, I, I'm proud to see friends who, like, grow into... Do you know what I mean? Like exciting things. Like I'm. I was when you you and Fred told me that you were pregnant. I was like, like over, like overcome with joy for multiple reasons. So it's that lovely thing of like, being proud to see. Obviously, you've not given birth yet, but I'm already proud that I'm excited for you. Does that make sense? Aww, yeah. No, that. But that's like an example of you. So it's nice to see when you have, yeah, friends or family who grow into something nice, or mm. or do you know what I mean? Not just like. Yeah. People have do, people got a good job that I'm proud of them for doing that. It's not just that; it's like people as people as human beings. When they when people grow, yeah, right. I'm excited for this next question. It took me a good ten minutes to try and word it good. Right, oh, God. I, okay, so what is like we'll put it out there, Jamie? I know you. So what is one of your biggest phobias, if not your biggest? Sweet corn. Here we go. Would you rather be in a bath of sweet corn once a month for 15 minutes or no. give up fizzy drinks for the rest
1: of your life? Fizzy drinks for the rest of my life, 100%. It's not, it's not, even, a, like, it's not even a discussion. I would not... Just the thought of it now, like, honestly has consumed my body. Like, I'm itching. I'm actually scratching myself. Or oh, oh, I hate it so much. Oh, Re- honestly. It, like,
0: it makes me... Like I get it, we all people have on their own little things. But when your sweet corn thing still to this day, like I remember when I was staying at yours, and I got a prawn layer salad that yeah, had from sweet cor- and cor- yeah, From
1: yeah, and, test and Spen- did them as well.
0: Yeah, and I. I kept know, it I know where the sweet corn from, hides. I kept it wrapped up in a nice little bag, so you couldn't see in the fridge.
1: <laughs> no, no, I just honestly, it is like I would, I would i genuinely would rather lie and i don't love spiders but i would rather lie on the floor and have 20 tarantulas crawl all over me than than hold one bit of sweet corn uh, i just it is if someone has it in the vicinity of me i know like i can yeah. cope now if someone on the table has it in a cob form
0: mm-hmm.
1: i can cope but i will surreptitiously move myself so yeah. i won't sit next to them or i'll just like say do you mind if i just swap places with someone so as long as it can't physically get to me then i can i can cope with it but like yeah. if it's if it's loose then that's trickier if it's loose it's trickier then i have to be oh. a good three or four people away because that could roll and it also could go on the floor and then i could stand on it honestly like i'm i'm like slavering because i'm so stressed about it um i just i just no
0: no, not.
1: It, 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 it has a mind of its own it gets everywhere so I have to tell people I'm allergic so whenever I go to a restaurant I tell people I'm allergic <laughs> I do I put it you know when you have to like say like allergies I say sweet corn because I just like the amount of foods I've had for yeah. the years where a rogue bit has got in from like so I, I don't eat in Subway for that very reason because I don't mm. eat in like salad bars because there's always rogue bits of sweet corn that have dropped off serving spoons that to me is living hell <laughs> and um honestly it's living, like the thought of it now is is like I'm cold um yeah I just I don't trust it it's the sneakiest of all things on the planet it will it will get me it knows
0: it just makes it lights up my my day when I know how stressed out you get a bit sweet corn
1: i know but you know what people do like when people first like sort of meet me and find out like i've had the odd person think it's funny and try and play a joke on me and then they see how absolutely upset i get
0: your last question
1: my last one here we go i should have done the jesus one last shouldn't i oh no this one's really good what are you most ashamed of oh (laughs) see that noise is perfect Oh. oh
0: that i could say out loud
1: yeah.
0: Uh, there's one thing... Oh, should I say this? Yeah. Okay, I'll try and word it in as delicate as possible. When I was 18, <laughs> uh, I was on holiday, family holiday, and there was a few things that I did drunkenly in that holiday. But one thing that I very shamedly did, got very drunk, Um. I remember very little of that night all I remember is being in the lobby toilet Um, I'd just slept and somebody else's sick I then went to the toilet to, to clean myself up and all I remember is me stand, is like from bending over to standing up I'd just been sick into the toilet and then pulled up my trousers and had done a poo in the floor at the same time <laughs> If that's that's maybe one of the most ashamed things I've ever done, and I can't believe, yeah, I've just said oh, it. Oh, that's I'm
1: beautiful. Gonna, and in terrible. that lovely Scottish tone, I've done a poo on the floor was perfection.
0: But how? But then looking back on it, that's the only like the one of the very few memories I remember of that night, and that was where my go-to went was that I should be sick into the toilet, and the we other end will just floor. will just happen at the same time.
1: Yeah, it's weird, isn't it?
0: I had to bend the shirt, and I had oh, to, yeah. I had to get um, the hotel uh, to clean the my jeans.
1: <laughs> what dry clean them? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that's terrible! You should have oh. bought new jeans.
0: I think I'd, I think after that holiday, i did bend them. If I'm honest, if i I think right. to be
1: fair, most people have got a story like that. Do you know what I mean? Most. I was people eighteen.
0: There's a lot of things when it, I'll, yeah. Okay, my last last question to you. Go on. What is the most thing and the least thing you're excited about being a mother?
1: Oh, don't. I mean, I'll I'll start with the least. So, I don't know, people maybe don't admit this, and maybe I haven't admitted it out loud, but I did think it, I do think it often, is that um, I'm not sure I like children, so... (laughs) (laughs) So that's, that's worrying and not like, obviously there are certain children I do like, but by and large, mm. children are quite annoying, aren't they? It can be. Do you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. very like needy and screamy and like they're, they're, their pitch is like, oh, and um, yeah, there there is a part of you that, that thinks... And I know everyone says that it's different when it's your own, which almost worries me more because I don't want to be biased to my own. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like, well, mine's actually perfect, but all the other kids are horrendous. Because I'm going to have to deal with other kids, aren't I? Like when yeah. when, the, when mine goes yeah, to it's school like, or whatever. Because
0: like what, you teach as well, but like when I've been teaching and there's some kids and you're like, fucking hell, thank God I'm only dealing with you for two hours today because exactly. bless your parents. I'm like, oh.
1: But those parents will think that kid is the best kid that's ever walked on the earth. Yeah. And that's that's yeah, that's the, the worst thing because it's like one, what if I have a shitty kid? Like what if I just have one with a bad personality? What if it's just <laughs> a little arsehole?
0: Yeah. Possible. It's, possible.
1: it's possible. It is
0: possible. It isn't good. out.
1: yeah, so that, that's my main concern. And my main concern is that I'm just not gonna be as patient or as nice as like other moms. Do, do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm not I don't think I'm very mom like. Um, although I like I love dogs I don't know I love dogs and like Fred always says like you just have to look at the way you are with the dogs to see that you'll be a good mom Mm -hmm. I think it's because I'm an only child and I don't have brothers or sisters and like so I've never had like kids in my family so I don't have huge experience with kids slash I don't have any experience with kids so there's a huge worry about like just not having like just that I'll drop it and that I'll I'll say something that I'll drop it or that I'll say something that then you know in 20 years time it's going to be in therapy saying well my mom once it said this and it scarred me for life and I think oh god don't listen to me I don't know what I'm doing um that's my worry that all of that is my worry and right. much more I just like that consumes me a lot actually when I think about it but we'll move on the happy things. Like the thing I'm looking forward to, there's just so many things like, cause it's moving now. Mm. And like something does change when it moves because it's like, I said this, I was speaking to actually Killian Donnelly this morning, name drop clanger there <laughs> um, about it. And uh, I was saying like, it feels now like I've got a little friend, like, which actually could make me emotional talking about, but it does like, it. the first time it happened, I was like, oh my God, there's a snake inside me. Um, that was genuine, my first thought. there's a snake in my stomach um but now it's like a little friend that's just like hello I'm in here and and I can't wait to meet it and like see the mixture of me and Fred and just all the like amazing things that I will learn through the child because as I say the plus side of not having kids in my like life is that I haven't seen it Like, Fred has three gorgeous nephews and nieces, and so he's seen it so much. He's seen it three times firsthand, whereas I haven't really. So I get to experience, like, everything, like, really uniquely and really firsthand. So, you know, like, seeing them, like, I don't know, like, eat ice cream for the first time and, like, have their mind blown and, like, walking and talking and just everything. And I think... And also the moment where I think someone hands it to me and it's put on my enormous boobs i'll just <laughs> i don't know i just i don't know like honestly i'm I'm a little bit overawed by it because i do think it's magical and, and as a woman obviously like our bodies do this but until mm. your body actually starts to do it you don't quite realize honestly i'm so smug about it <laughs> like as much as i feel fat and horrible a lot of the time which i do and none of my clothes fit which which is horrible but there is also just this smugness where i just like i look at fred and go what a shame that like you have no idea what this is like to carry mm. carry a baby, and like it does make you realise that women are literally superhuman. Mm. Like it's men, and I know people say that, and you listen to it and, and just sort of nod and go, yeah. But until you're part of it, you don't realise it. You just don't yeah. realise yeah. the magnitude of it till you. Till, and like you'll have it when Steph has a baby. Like it's just mental. Like yeah. you just think, what? Wait, there's an actual like there's there's like there's fingernails and like you know a heart and a brain like growing inside her
0: and it's a mixture of you and fred
1: yeah yeah that's the mental thing and like obviously we're trying to like work out who it'll look like oh yeah it's gonna look like him isn't it and i'm gonna be absolutely raging about it. that's uh
0: no i'm I'm sure it'll get your eyes no
1: do you think i hope so is that awful to say
0: not awful to see, but I think it will.
1: I hope so. It's going to get his massive head though, isn't it? And I'm going to have to push that out of me.
0: Uh, possibly.
1: Yeah, I know. It's really upsetting. It, the,
0: the baby will grow into it.
1: Well, Fred hasn't. Yeah, of course. <laughs> 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 oh, God, help my poor vagina.
0: That's the title of the podcast
1: absolutely god help my poor vagina god help my poor vagina it's never going to be the same again
0: oh great well that was what's the chat there you go thanks very much for coming on you're
1: very welcome you get anything to
0: to brag or promote uh
1: not yet fred and i set up a tutoring school so watch this space watch fred and i's social media and we will update accordingly but not yet yeah at the minute
0: i'm just cooking a baby that's all i'm
1: doing cooking it cooking it keeping it safe
0: keeping it warm great well thanks very much lovely
1: to see you bye bye bye
0: and there we have it episode nine of what's the chat i won't waffle on too much because jamie's waffled on enough and it's now the longest episode so far next week we have episode 10 we've made it to episode 10 with christopher bartlett walford you will have seen him all around the shop. He's he's, he's he's just doing lots at the moment. We talk about it all next week. But thank you very much for listening. Always subscribe and rate and whatever else you need to do with our podcast to help us out. And if you're enjoying it, yeah, just let us know wherever you may see me in person or in old socials. All right. All the best. See you soon. A Goodbye. Mm.